uh, patrons, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh boy, patrons, uh, it's been a morning. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mince words with you because you support me. But when it's a morning, patrons, uh, that gives me a chance uh, to take some breaths and, and, and knowing I can be there for you right now at night, uh, makes a day worthwhile. It really does. Uh, thanks for the support. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is uh, keep you company while you fall asleep. So uh, and take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. I guess I got mixed up already. So I'm not sure where in the intro I am, but what I'm going to attempt to do is take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. So whether that's thoughts, and the reason I got mixed up, honestly, is I had a thought pop in my head. So it could be thoughts from past, present, or future. It could be feelings or emotions uh, related to those thoughts. It could be physical sensations. It could be changes in time, temperature, routine. Whatever it is that uh, is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that and keep you company while you fall asleep. And what I propose to do, or what I'm going to attempt to do, is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Creaky like a door. Creaky like a floor. Creaky that you could ignore. Uh Creek, a creaker who's a bore. Uh, and uh, my rhymes you may have to endure because, of, like, once I get started, it becomes a bit of a chore. Oh, boy. But, you know, I'm here to empower your rest and a snore or to help you counter someone else's snoring over there, bub. But whatever it is, it like, so, oh, so if you're new, regular listeners, how about that rhyme? That was pretty, uh, you could say, how many people say, well, that was a mediocre rhyme. And I say, thanks. Not many people are proud of mediocre rhyming. And you say, well, because you can't really be, here's part of my brain that uh, says, but it can't be this because it's impossible. Something either rhymes or it does not rhyme, Scooter. And I'd say, really, are you, uh, are you, um, I forgot what the word was that I was going to say is your role. It's like a grammarian, but it's different. What if you were, what if, if you were in Star Wars, could you be a grammarian guard? Then I guess you'd be guarding grammar. Is that what you're doing now? No, I was just saying that, uh. Like, I, I, I don't know. You don't have to call your, you just say uh, it was an attempt at rhyming. Versus a mediocre rhyme, but wasn't it kind of rhyming? Doesn't uh, when I change, but you changed the word. Okay, I got to get back to the show. Thank you though. Thanks for, really. I mean, thanks for taking a second to point that out to me. No problem. That's what I'm here for. Great. Uh, uh, so, new regular listeners, there's another brain bot of mine, Grammarian Guard. Star Wars fans unite. 
so okay, so we'll, so if you're if you're new, that's what I wanted to tell you. I wanted to give you some information if, since you're new. I'm glad you're here. The thing is, I really am glad you're here. You may not be glad to be here at first, which is totally normal and understandable. You might be doubtful, unsure, skeptical. You might say, what is this? And that's a very understandable way to come to the show. I totally get it and totally understand that. That's how most people get here. You say, wait a second, this guy's just going to talk grammarian guard. You see, yeah, like the grammar, they're not grammarian guards either, Scoots. And I'd say, really? Are you sure they're not grammarian guards? You're right. It doesn't sound right. After saying grammarian guard, nothing sounds right. I'm the garter of the grammarians. Uh, who are the grammarians? There are people... Actually, yeah, because does a grammarian guard... If it is if it is a grammarian guard or a grammarian guard, you say, no, 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 that's not who I am. I'm not grammarian. Are you a guard that happens to be grammarian or are you someone who guards grammarians, right? Because wouldn't you think, like, you got the Queen's guard. That would be probably... I think that's there's there's something called the Queen's Guard, right? I would assume that their job job is to guard the Queen. What, let's just say there was someone whose job was to guard the butter. They'd be I would I would think you'd call them the butter guards, right? Boy, boy, talk about an honor! I, I didn't even think about this, but say what, you're a butter guard. Holy man! Yeah, guard the butter sculptures. Yeah, I, knew, I know. It's just something I've dreamed of. I never thought I'd meet a butter garden per, per person, but I'm kind of speechless. Wouldn't, weren't you at the beginning of a podcast intro? Yeah, it went off way topic because, or way off topic, because I, I just got, first I got mixed up about one thing. That was a, a super, like a superfluous tangent. And then this is a kind of a pointless meander, but not really because I said, well, wait a second. If they're Grimorians, are they Grimorians that are guards? That's different. Somebody get to SAT. Well, here's an idea. Disney, Star Wars, Lucasfilm. How about a branded SAT or ACT? Optional. Doesn't make the test any easier or harder. And we could do a Marvel one, too. Uh, but it's themed. You say, do you want do you take do you want to take an SAT that's themed or unthemed? And you say, well, what's the advantage? Oh, the the themed SATs cost two hundred dollars more, but they're themed. It makes it seem less like a test, and more like you taking something you like. And uh, yeah, but but yeah, we have the, we we invented it because of the great Grimorian guard debate that got started. In uh, 20, uh, 20, 2021 or something, it's uh, Scooter wanted to make it into another one of his illogical logic questions. If a guard guards grammarians, is it a grammarian guard? We have a grammarian guard. Does it, A, guard grammarians, B, happen to be a grammarian who is a guard, C, neither. It is an official title thought up by the Huts. Uh, you say, probably C. Actually, I guess it's C. has nothing to do with who they are or what they guard. Okay. All right. Well, mo- moving on then. We solved that. We didn't even need a grammarian to solve that. Uh, so, okay. So if you're new here 
and you're doubtful. I think you're even more doubtful now. That's good because this show is a podcast you barely listen to. And eventually, I know right now you might be kind of listening and saying, what in the, what in the holy, uh, what in the May the 4th is this person talking about? And I'd say, yeah, he's May the 4th and at his mouth. And I say, you're right about that. I don't even know when this episode's coming out, hopefully in May. Uh, but yeah, this podcast is very different so that eventually on your second or third listen, you say, oh, I just barely pay attention to him. Okay, I get it now. Now I understand. There's not really, it's, 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 it comp, it's trying to comprehend something that's nearly incomprehensible. It's trying to listen to a person who can't comprehend things, make something incomprehensible in order to comprehend it. And I say, exactly. That's exactly what the show is like. What a deft, what a deft way to put it. Uh, that's really accurate. So that's one thing. This is a podcast you don't listen to. Kind of look at it like you look at clouds or leaves and trees or wind in the upper branches or listen like the sounds of uh, the summer nights. That's one thing. The other thing is that this podcast really doesn't put you to sleep. It's more here to keep you company while you drift off. That's why the shows are over an hour give you plenty of time to fall asleep. And also, if you can't sleep, I'm here for you. I'm here to keep you enter- barely entertained and keep you company whether you're awake or asleep. So, yeah, if you can't sleep, I'm here. I'll be here to the very end. But I'll also be here for to the very end so you don't have to wonder if I'll be here. Like, that's what happens. You say, well, if you're only going to be there 20 minutes, what if I don't fall asleep? Don't worry. I'll be here. Whether you're awake or asleep, that's my commitment. So those are two things to know if you're new. A few other things to throw people off. One is that it takes a bunch of times to get used to the show. It is free, uh, but it's just the way, because it is so different. It's not really your traditional, I don't know, like, uh, it, it is more like a bedtime story for kids. You say, oh, okay, and now I get it. It's not, I don't understand. And I said, right. So that's one thing. The other thing to know is that, uh, is, uh, okay. Oh, so don't listen. Don't pay attention. Not everybody likes it. It takes a few times to get, what about the good news? Oh, also the structure is very different. So show starts off the greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and something silly I say. So you feel welcome Maybe you barely smile. You feel seen. So that's how the show starts. Then there's uh, support for for listeners and support for the podcast. Uh, So support so you know I'm here to help. uh, And then I want to keep the show free. So that's that. Then there's the intro. So the intro goes from like minute six or minute eight to about minute 20-something. And you say, well, isn't an intro supposed to be like three or four minutes? I say, yeah, normally, but mine goes on and on and on to ease you into bedtime and to give you time to wind down, whether you're in bed or you're getting ready for bed or you're doing something relaxing as a part of your bedtime routine and and sleep with me just fits in there somewhere. Uh, That's the main reason the intro goes on and on and on is just to... uh, like a slow landing. 
in bed and getting comfortable because I've never found for me a quick fix that just works. So that's, uh, well, that's one, another thing. What else do you need to know? Don't need to listen. Oh, oh, intro. So then after the intro is business, that's how, again, how we keep the show free are the sponsors. And then after that is our bedtime story. Tonight will be our episodically modular, uh, ongoing, uh, like, uh, role-playing series. So you can listen to it in any order. Nice little bedtime story of friends playing a game. Uh, journey into the land of tomorrow. Then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. So that's a structure show. It does take some getting used to. 3% of listeners skip the intro, start the show 20 minutes, and go from there. And then a few thousand people listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. There's also people that listen all night. And, yeah, you could either set up an all-night playlist in their free podcast app or, like, some people prefer to be a patron because there's no uh, jingles or anything. Uh, or there's also all-night episodes for patrons. But it takes a little while to figure out how you want to consume it. So when you're f- first, just kind of see how it goes. Or it's okay if you don't like the podcast or you don't like me right away. I mean, you could give it a few tries. I mean, because I'm here to help you fall asleep or to try to. But if you definitely don't like me or the show, that's understandable. I'm not everybody's taste. You could also go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. There's other options and stuff there. So those are the um the things to know if you're new. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, the reason I make the show. One is because I have trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, getting to sleep, waking up. I've had all those things. So it's my pleasure to be able to help you because I know how it feels. I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. That's why I call it that. The other reason is I, I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And if I can provide that, your life will be a little bit better. If you're rested, your life will improve. And if I'm a part of that, um, that means that your world's a better place. And I live in the same planet. So that means my world's a better place. So that gives a lot of meaning to why I make this show. Uh, but yeah, just give it a few tries. See how it goes. I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you coming by. I work really hard. I yearn and I strive and I really like to help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do this podcast for you free twice a week. Everybody, Scooter here. This is our episodically modular series as a journey into the land of tomorrow, as a journey into the land of tomorrow, just journey into the land of tomorrow it's a series you can listen to in any order. It does have some underlying seriality to it, but really it can be listened to in any order. Each one is a little adventure. It's a story about some friends playing a role-playing role game uh, that takes place in a theme park um, long since abandoned. So it's a, so it's a, it's very like based on the fifth edition rules of D and D. And it should be cool. Like if you like a theme park in Florida and you say, is this dystopian or non-dystopian? I say, well, it has elements of all those things, uh, but it's really just friends playing a game together. A lot of sleepy layers. You can listen to it in any order. And then zooming in is our Hollywood uh, announcer, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, I like how you said that with a pause there. Scoot was, uh, 
the friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time to roll the dice. It's time to journey into the land of tomorrow. Dice roll, sound, clickety-clack. You're as smooth as the outside. You're as smooth as the inside of a dice a dice cup, Antonio, when it's smooth and velvety velour. I'll be looking forward to rolling the dice with you later, Scooter. Thanks. That's uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, and this is uh, Land Tomorrow. Okay, before before we sit down, I was can can I ask you something? Uh, can you just sit down? This is the DM. Can everybody sit down? Can we get started? Well, this is I'm not Zell yet because I haven't sat down. So, and I and you're not Eleanor. You're you don't sit down yet. Uh, so I have this like. Uh, before I know we're going to sit down in a second. I just have a question to ask Raul. So we have this friend. I was thinking about. Um, it's a little bit awkward, but but uh, no, I really enjoyed getting to know you during the game, and the, the times we've all hung as a group outside the game. But I was thinking, I had this friend that you haven't met, and I'd like to introduce. I think you two would get along really, really well. Like, oh, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I was presumptive because you never talked about anybody or your romantic like. Uh, so I just kind of stumbled. But uh, could we? Um, yeah. Well, uh, I am going to sit down as Eleanor now because I have to do the recap. But uh, um, maybe we could talk about it in subtext during the game. I'm I'm because I'm, I'm not I'm not no I'm I mean. Not that I'm single for I'm single by cho- choice, you know, but but not single for a reason, my own reason, which uh, looking for the right person. So, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, thanks. So Eleanor uh, of uh, the three Florences of like uh, is going to do our re- recap and set the stage for all the players. Thanks, I'm Eleanor. Florencian nurse, I'm part of a party of adventurers uh, here in the land of tomorrow. A former theme park, which is long since abandoned, is now the source of uh, some sort of uh, unknown magical power, magical portal. Parties are seeking this magical portal. Myself and my fellow adventurers were tasked by the Wizards Council to find this portal find the elements we need to close the portal. We've kind of found some gaps in some of that, but we found two of the three items we've needed to close that portal. We found a magical stone or gem and a staff, and now we just need to find the headpiece that would connect to the three. And uh, I'm here with my fellow adventurers, Zell, who is a great, uh, great friend and great warrior, working class warrior, Zell. Uh, Lord Von Chill, our other warrior, is a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, like landed, the gentry that is, has land, we may say, but still a hardy warrior. Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm a nurse, a Florentian nurse. I believe in the three Florences, but I'm also good in battle, not just a nurse like some landed gentry not lord von chill but others may say 
working with Lord Von Chill as Lord Von Chill's not sidekick, in some sense grown to be a valuable, valuable member of our party, Granada of Darmok. A fleet of foot, nimble of finger, so you know what guild Granada of Darmok would be. Stealthy at night, uh, Granada of Darmok. And then the final member of our party who's changed form, and we will inquire more about as we learn more, Wada, a acolyte wizard who's shown some quite some power recently. And uh, is now, went from a hu- what I thought was a human into water form. And we have no idea what to expect. The Wada was able to speak to us from a puddle. And uh, that's where we are. We're here in the same park. I think we covered it. Uh, we have to find this last element and uh, find the portal pretty quick, I think, because we've encountered this wizard pizza peel who was looking for it. We know there's other groups looking for it. Uh, a giant steam being patrolling a courtyard. We don't know why or who the steam being works for. And I think that's it for us. Uh, my first question as Granada of Darmok, we'll have two questions, I guess. Uh, one is like, Zell, do you have any friends as we're thinking and waking up? I had a dream about someone. My heart was fluttering. Uh, do you have any friends that would make my heart flutter? And two, what's happening with Wada? Could Wada tell us what's happening and then how as we should we as a party proceed? Zell here, thank you. Uh, I do have a friend. Uh, I hope they would make your heart pitter-patter. They're nothing like me. I mean, they're like my total opposite. So I don't know if that's, because uh, that's one thing I was thinking. I said, well, I don't want to introduce you to somebody that's just like me. Well, why not? Well, because I, like I was thinking, trying to say, I said, well, these two would be perfect together, I think. Uh, why, why, so you think your opposite would be perfect for, for, for me to dream of while we're, I see a DM looking at me, like perfect for me, but opposite of you. Well, yeah, I just think you're really great. You have so many amazing qualities. And I was just thinking like, is is uh, Eleanor sleeping and dreaming of anyone? And who are they dreaming of? Because I'd like to know. And, and like, uh, or if they're not, I'd like some Lord Von Chill here. I think we should move forward with the game. I mean, I think well, I will say, though, uh, Eleanor, that uh, pretty, pretty great. Uh, you know, Zell has great taste. Uh, very, very good taste, Zell has. And, and Zell... Uh, and definitely they're opposites. So, boy, okay, that's enough from you, DM. Wada, can you hear us? This is Wada. I've been resting as a puddle. I would appreciate it if someone would put me in a water skin and not drink me. I can take physical form, but it will would take uh, some spell casting and energy. So I think for the time being, I, I've been familiarized. I was resting in something like sleep, but I also had a dream. So, uh, I'm pretty sure I could stand like a humanoid, but it would be, it would take a lot of focus. So it'd be better if one of you carried me around in a water skin or some other thing. 
If you just hold it open, then I'll fl- I can flow into it. And to answer other questions that you may have, I don't know. I think I still have all the same powers. I'm still the same person. It's just I did not change myself into water. Something happened. I always have had a connection to water before this and powers stronger in water situations. And we had that last battle and washed pizza peel and the animatronics over the edge of the building. As you can see, we have the staff and the gem, and we're ready to go. I would like, uh, I think, but, 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 okay, but I, so I'm open to consensus building now, is what I'm saying. Okay, this is Eleanor. Let's put you in a water skin. Does anybody volunteer to carry Wada? Oh, this is Granada of Darmike. I'd happy, happy to carry Wada. Are you an Aquarius? Uh, what does that mean? Oh, something from we learned in school about the before world. Okay, I don't understand. It, sorry. So uh, this is Eleanor here, Wada. Uh, so we have the gem, we have the staff. What about that wrench? I don't see the wrench. I think it washed over the side with the wizard. Okay. Um, what does everybody think about searching? Can we search, uh, like the wizard? Did we search the wizard? Uh, this is the DM. You did not search the wizard. You search the wizard and you do find a bag of the wizard's things. Uh, there's a couple, uh, uh, med kits, um, that you could add to your inventory. Chalk. Uh, and some 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 basic spell components that probably Wada would want you to keep. Uh, so that's everything. Okay, well let's just take that stuff. That's good. Uh, we rested, so we're all healed. Uh, could I pick up the gem? Am I able to use the gem to see where we should head next? Yeah, you. This is the DM. You are. Okay, is everybody okay? So I use a gem, and I'm trying to see where it's pulsing and pointing it around, and it's pointing towards, it's kind of pointing towards where you came from uh, before this adventure started at the base. I, I would think that you would guess to go back to where the magical darkness started. Okay, so we'll do that. Um, is Are we able to get back there? You are, uh, so you go back down, it's a bunch of stairs, No, no you don't encounter anything. It's easier, faster going because uh, it's you're going downstairs and there's no magical darkness. Uh, you come out in the same tunnel you went in. Now, there is a bit of darkness there, and you encounter the aunts and uncles uh, waiting and hiding for you there, the animatronics. Oh, I forgot about them. Oh, hey, aunts and uncles. Um, it's us. We, uh, your family, your, the family you didn't get along with is no longer. Okay, this is uncle. This is an uncle. Uh, did you get the ride restored? Uh, this is Eleanor. Did we get the ride restored? Uh, this is Granada of Darmok. No, we did not. Get, I'm sorry, we did not get the ride restored. Uh, this is Eleanor. Like, uh, how are they reacting to that? 
I cannot believe you did not get the ride restored. How could you do that to us? I'm sorry about that. We're going to think this is Eleanor. I'm so, I apologize. Uh, do you mind if we come closer? We're, we're, we're really sorry. We're going to try to figure out getting the ride started. But we, ha- we work by consensus decision-making with kind of a leader each time. So I just, and we, we do a lot of thinking and discussing at the same time. So I apologize to the four of you. Is that right? Yes, the four of us are very unhappy. We want to ride the ride. Okay, maybe you could help us and we could further help you. Well, we, we did help you to, to get up to where, well, what did you do when you were up there? Well, we barely made it because they were tr- trying to stop us, uh, Okay, well, I apologize for that then. Okay, well, where are the ride vehicles? Uh, There's some down there, back there, but they're not operable. Okay. Um, Let's just figure out, can we figure out, could you give us one second to figure out a solution, aunts and uncles? Yes, I could give you more than one second. Okay, so where's the gem pointing now? Okay, the gem is pointing towards the, um, so the track of the, uh, this is like the transit, the transit system, or the transit of the future, or whatever they call it. And that path kind of runs on the second floor of, uh, some of this land of tomorrow. And as you remember, there's a big courtyard or, or whatever, and the steam, that steam giant is still patrolling back and forth. And it seems like the, uh, a gem is pointing towards the steam giant. Okay. So the gem's pointing towards the steam giant. We need a headpiece. Oh, boy. Um, do we know anything else, or can we figure anything else out? Uh, this is Granada of Darmok. I, I think there's probably something... In the, the we it's pointed in the direction of what the the steam genies or steam giants are patrolling. I think you're jumping to a conclusion that it's the steam giants. So I would say, is there a way for us, like for me, to try to sneak by, or like so we do a distraction thing? Like, what are you able to use, or is one of you able to use some sort of voice projection spell, or cantrip, or whatever? And I sneak around and just see if there's any, you know, there's like the, the, like the, 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 whatever the tunnels we were in earlier. And then you could, if you, uh, Eleanor, you hold the gem, then we'll see, is it the steam giant or is it like, I could try to get closer, hide and be ready or just get closer. I'll just use stealth to get closer with Wada. As a like, but I'll leave Wada on the track of the ride, and then I could climb down if there's an opening. Okay, Eleanor here. So I'll hold the gem. Zell and Lord Von Chill, you be ready for anything. Aunts and uncles, just be patient with us. And uh, Wada, can you do some sort of whatever they call that pre pre designation or something? And put your voice, put a voice somewhere to see if we can get the attention of the steam giant. If we do, you know, like in the movies where you call, make a sound and it goes over to investigate. And then while 
it's investigating. Please be patient, uh, Granada. And even if we have to do it twice, do, do like uh, let's just see. Instead of you doing anything, let's see what the gem says. You get a little bit closer, see what you can see, and then we'll assess things, and then come back, please. Okay, the Granada of Darmok, that sounds good. Wada, does that sound good? It does. Okay, so Granada, Wada and I will crawl along the track because I know we're below the eye line. We're out of the eyesight of the uh, the steam the steam giants. We'll get as close as we can, and uh, then I will try to use stealth just to just to peek when I think the steam giant. Oh yeah, can you one of you use a sign when the steam giant's back is to me? We're assuming the steam giant can see in here, I guess, because it's patrolling. Uh, make a sign, and then I'll try to peek down there. Okay, that's uh, this is uh, this is uh, I'll do that. Thumbs up means good. Thumbs down means bad. Okay, thank you. So we crawl, and then Wada will do the some sort of spell. Yeah, this is Wada. I think I'm going to use a kind of a sound and a flashing light spell together, illusion, um, to 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 do it just in case uh, the, to cover all our bases. Okay, so can we roll for that basic stealth and that spell and see what happens with the steam giant? Okay, so you successfully stealthily climb over there. And you're coordinating with Zell. And you're able to peek up as uh, the steam giant patrols towards you and then away from you, back and forth, kind of going in four directions and covering an extensive, uh, from your position now, the entire, kind of is patrolling in a circle, kind of patrolling the entire area to see, I don't know, to see what it could see. And there is a popcorn or former popcorn stand in what looks like a rocket ship uh, that's just to the right of uh, where the steam giant is walking. And Wada successfully casts a spell. And as soon as it's cast, uh, and there's a light and like a, a light, like a some sort of organic noise, organic sounding noise. Uh, you can't believe how fast the steam giant moves over and uh, takes apart the rocket ship with a force that is unparalleled in anything you've seen in this adventure. And it does happen to find that one of the, like, as it's ripping apart the rocket ship, it does see some silver on the rocket ship was where the flashing came from. But it pretty much determines quickly. Oh, and like maybe a little mousey poo runs out or something. Uh, and then it just, so, so it destroys it very fastly and then just goes back to patrolling. Okay, can I get to a position where I'm hidden to, to see anything more about the steam giant that I can see? And no, maybe we should go back. You're right. I'm Zell. I can feel you breathing on me and Eleanor. So I'll go back with Wada to Eleanor and uh, Zell and Lord Von Chill. 
Okay, so you get back, and uh, Eleanor says, "It looks like it's pointing right at the steam giant, the 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 gem." Okay, uh, so me here 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 here's an idea. Uh, this is Granada of Dormach. Uh, you know, one of my hobbies is lassoing. I don't know if I ever told you that. Uh, what if I, uh, well, just trying to think, what if I just try to jump on that? Cause it's got that giant steam top hat. What if I try to jump on the hat, head of the, uh, thing? It gets pretty close to the, where I was hiding, right? Uh, do you think I could jump on it on the back, on the head of it uh, without it seeing me? Like how high? How what would be the level of impossibility of that? Does everybody, including the DM, think this is Eleanor? I think that's a pretty good idea. Um, almost as likely as it would be. I don't know. Like it would, that sounds like it's outside your comfort zone. Kind of like going on and hanging out with somebody you don't know. Like it'd be something you would think about that you've never met before. Um, like you'd want some sort of other security or something. Uh, this is Granada. I have no idea what you're talking about. Actually, I was talking to the DM too, and you were looking at Zell. Okay, this is the DM. You could, uh, it's definitely a doable because you can see, you can even see a column that you would probably know intrinsically to hide behind and that you could probably assess it if you were closer, but, uh, and that you could even, uh, make a decision based on, oh, so you're saying I could see my role or I could have almost a role of confidence. I mean, you're pretty high level now. Okay, so let's. What does everybody think about that? Uh, this is uh, Zell. Don't do anything. Just jump on there. See what you could see. Like, uh, and see. I don't know. Like, uh, see if you can see its waist, but just stay on the back side because we don't know how good its peripheral vision or its hearing is. Okay, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, okay, so you go to you climb, you, you sneak down, you stand behind the stanchion. Are you bringing Wada with you? Oh no, no, I'll leave Wada back there. Okay, so you um, you wait. It ends up you have to wait a little longer, but you wait. You have confidence that you could do it, and that you're going to be very stealthy and careful, and you d- jump on its hat. And it's actually like a top hat, so it's actually room enough for you to put your feet on the back of the hat, a little place for you to stand and to hold on to. Okay, and what do I see as I'm riding on the back of it? Well, first of all, you feel the power of this uh, animatronic and whatever is powering it beyond, because it's clearly not powered by steam or electricity. Uh, you also see that there is, uh, in the center of the, the, the hat, you're just barely able to peek around, but something like you would call a headpiece is like a decorative thing on the hat. Uh, it looks like a hat piece, but because you rolled so high, you suspect that might be the headpiece. You suspect it so much that you try, you open the, um, 
the 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 top hat and you look in and you see uh because you're tr- you're trying to get it off even what well, shouldn't I be able to decide that or can I try to get it off without being seen yeah sorry it was uh, like my notes uh, sorry so yeah you try to get it off you can't get it off then you open the top hat and you see that it's bolted in and also you you kind of feel like uh you can't even move the bolt, even though you, your your strength roll was very high. You can't move the bolt. Okay, how close am I to being where I can get back to the party to inv- relay this information to them? Okay, you wait, you get back, you jump off, you don't get seen. But you do have the sense you better not do that again because... Uh, Luck would you'd have to be really lucky to be able to pull that off again. Okay. Okay, so I go back, I tell everybody what happened. Uh, what does everybody think? Okay, so this is Eleanor. So we know it's powerful. We probably can't battle this thing. And uh, didn't you say you were big into lassoing or something? Or weren't you about to go on a tangent about that? What if we try to, like, trip it or lasso the um, headpiece off of it? Okay, this is uh, uh, Granada. I could lasso the headpiece. We could do that. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm my lassoing uh, is, uh, that's, like, my biggest hobby. It's all I do. It would be my job. If I, if I could make a living at lassoing... Like, uh, I would do it. I, I would, like, I use it as one of my tricks in my trade, but I'm not doing that in this adventure, really. But you could lasso to pull, you could lasso to trip. What if we try both? We try, uh, I try to climb down, I try to create a trip wire, and then I try to lasso the thing off its head. Okay, this is, this is really a Granada-level adventure. This is Eleanor. I say we go for it. Okay, this is the DM. So what's your, what are you proposing exactly? Okay, this is what I'll do. I've got two lassos ready. I mean, I have multiple lassos ready. Maybe because I can cut my rope and stuff. What I'll do is I'll try to sneak down if it's realistic. Uh, while the, uh, as quietly as I can, I realize I'm risking this again, but I'm going to wait for it to walk away enough uh and try to create a trip uh, between us. Is there anything I, like, I, I can see between the base of the stanchion I'm on and something else? And then I'll get back up, and when it trips, I'll try to lasso its head. Okay, yeah, there's some light poles and stuff, so that's, uh, like, you could try to do that. Okay, so I crawl back over to where I was, I wait for Zell's sign, and I roll my dice. And, wow, boy, uh... Look at that. Uh, pretty good with my bonuses. Okay, so you successfully climb down using your stealth there, and you lasso a, a, like a telephone pole or whatever, light pole, tie it to the stanchion, and you climb back up, hide again, and you wait. And were you going to do it at the moment of tripping, or when were you going to throw your other lasso? Um, I was going to, yeah, at the moment of tripping. Okay, so you're hiding successfully. And it, it, then it it goes to go through your tripping and it just breaks, the, like, the rope, no problem. 
and you throw your lasso, and you already realize as soon as you throw it that uh, you're just going to have to let go, uh, or you could hold on and be pulled from where you are. Oh, I guess I'll just let go. Okay, so it's walking around again. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't seem to even notice that it almost tripped or anything. Okay, this is devious. Anybody have any idea? I crawl back and I say, "This is devious." This. Anybody have any ideas? This is Granada. Yeah, this is. I had an idea, like about something. Like, if, what if there was like a. Like, what if we did a crossover? Like, I invited you. Like, if I had someone over to my place to hang out with me. And then a friend came over, but your hanging out times were overlapped. Uh, well, it wouldn't be a surprise because you would both know it. You would both have a time. Like you would be leaving. My friend would be coming over so we could go somewhere else. Uh, maybe you could, st- maybe Lord Von Chill could be there because they see you staring at me. And then it's like your, your, uh, your times are overlapped so you can meet one another and if it was like total sparks or something, um, you know what I mean? Well, actually, I, this is Lord Von Chill. I'm going to be away for work, uh, so I wouldn't be able to do, do that. But that sounds like a good idea. This is the DM. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, this is Eleanor. I'm trying to help with our plan of everything. I was thinking about that idea, though, of distraction. Wait, so would I come over to your place to just hang out with you? Is it like, uh, and then your friend would come over? What would, we, what would we do? I don't know. We could make, like, cookies or something. So, I, like, I could come over and hang out with you and make cookies. Yeah, to me. And then my friend and then my friend would come over. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, so, yeah. So, I'm sorry. Granada. Can you tell Okay, Granada Darmike here. Here's an idea. What if we go get one of those old ride vehicles and more than one of us comes? We push the aunts and the uncles in it. Then we make them happy. We just push the ride vehicle. And uh, um, I don't know. I think I want to see one more time. And then I watch... Uh, can we push it? Can we can we do that? Uh, and then watch what the steam giant would do. Can the aunt and uncle hear me right now? As the DM, no, they can't hear you. I guess. Uh, um. Okay. You could. It's interesting because the ride is powered by magnets, so you you do go back and you find a couple ride vehicles, and even though they're deteriorated, once you get them on the track. Uh, while the motors don't run or anything, the magnets, it still floats. It's a, like one of those things like they got is after they replaced it with a non-electron, like they didn't need electron like uh, magnets, just real rare earth magnets. So you could push it. It's like a hovercraft almost. Uh, I just don't understand what you're trying to do. Okay, we'll put the aunts and uncles in there, make them happy. We'll push them along. We could even crawl, but then build up some power. I don't know. It like uh, maybe this isn't a good idea. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good idea. It seems like you have a good idea, but you're missing one part of it. Yeah, we're missing something. So I need everybody to pay attention here. Wada, Lord Von Chill, everybody else seems distracted. Uh, here's what I did, Granada of Darmok here. So we have the headpiece is bolted in uh, to the... So what if we, where's that wrench? Wada, where's the wrench? I went over the side of the building with uh, Pete's appeal. Okay, this side of this building, though, right? Can't we just get down and go, not this side of the building, or what side of the building did it go off of? Uh, This is a DM. It went off the other side of the building. Okay, so is there a way for us to go to the other side of the building, either through the building or around the building without being seen by the steam giant and search for the wrench and just see if there's a chance we could find the wrench or any of the pizza peel or any of the animatronics that spilled over. Uh, as a DM, I'd say that's something you could attempt, yeah. You probably could just go through the lobby and out through the uh, parking area because that's on the, it's outside the park. The entrance to the actual hotel progress tower was like built outside of the gates of the park. Just forget, you know, it's like a inside outside hotel. Okay, so does everybody feel good about that? Yeah, this is Eleanor. I feel good about. I feel really good about that idea. Like, uh, like uh, we hang out, then your friend hangs out, and uh, like I take off or something. That's totally I, like I mean, because but yeah, I I think let me think about it. But I, does that sound good? This, this is El- yeah, it sounds good. Like, uh, what kind of cookies do you like? I don't, I don't know. Okay, well, we could talk about it. I'll have ingredients for a couple different things. Yeah, I'm excited to make, make cookies with, I mean, to meet your friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Okay, this is Lord Von Schill. Can we move forward with the adventure? Sounds like we have a consensus there. Well, let me, I mean, Lord Von Schill here. So we go and we start searching, uh... Granada and I start searching, and everyone else, uh, what do we find? Okay, so actually, while you're walking, you're talking to Wada, and you say, Wada, where do you think in the building that washed over? And Wada says, okay, like, yeah, we should, if we could, while you're walking, Wada has a very good spatial relations. And Wada says, I think we should bear right at the, would have been the like drop off and pick up pick off area. So you come out the doors. There's like an overhang, uh, and Wada says it should be over here to the right. And this is just like a big cleared out area that would have been like short term parking. And then beyond that are some bushes and some trees and shrubs and piles of dirt uh, that have become like hardened over the years. Okay, so do we we start searching, and how do we roll? What do we what do we find? Uh, so you very quickly see in the open dirt, you see the robes of uh, of uh, of uh, the, the the pizza peel, and you see bits of pieces. You know the animatronics kind of broken up. Uh, 
And so you start heading towards uh, Pizza Peel, and, and uh, what do you do next? Uh, we search Pizza Peel to find the wrench, or, or is the wrench somewhere else? Was Pizza Peel holding it? You search Pizza Peel, and you, you uh, don't find the wrench, but then you hear a voice, a powerful voice say, looking for this? And you look up and stepping out from behind the mound of dirt in the bushes is a really big warrior, human, uh, but very big, burly, and tough. Uh, and then some humanoids that aren't theme park figures. They look like they're organic beings, something like a crow. Mostly that looks like a crow, but highly intelligent, uh, but also walking so more, not in a creepy way, it's a crow, but it's also somewhat of a humanoid. Then stepping out behind the big warrior is just as big a uh, crack, uh, not like the shoes that crack, but the other kind of crack is standing on two legs, but looking really tough, uh, and then also to, off to the side is something that looks like one of those, like, uh, like a Ratso Rizzo type uh, humanoid, but a little bit smaller. Okay, uh, Granada and, and, and Eleanor, this is your game. Okay, this is Eleanor. Yes, yes, we're looking for that. Hello, uh, we're a party of adventurers. You look like a party of adventurers as well. And the the warrior speaks to you and says, uh, yes, uh, Party of Adventure, see, I told you we uh, would find something here. I heard We heard you coming, talking about something. You were talking pretty loud. And, uh, yeah, we're adventurers, and we're uh, about to uh, report back to who we're adventuring for. Who are you adventuring for? Uh, this is Eleanor. Um, we're, no, we're just a solo adventurers. We're just on an adventure. We saw this place. Uh, we're just leaving, actually, but we had our wrench. Uh, we were using it to fix something, so we needed it. This wizard took it from us, and, uh, you know, then uh, we just came. We were sleeping, came back down to get our wrench, then we're headed off. Uh, we're not really looking for any... We just want a wrench back, so we appreciate it if we could have that wrench. Uh, you cannot have the wrench. Uh, I can feel pa- magic pulsing through it. Uh, and there's only four of you, and, uh, you, you know, there's four of us, but, you know, take a look at us. Uh, so we'll be keeping this wrench, and uh, we'll be taking everything you have as well. Uh, and then we'll be finding out who you really work for, because if you don't work for our boss, uh, we want to know what you know, and, and we're going to hold you till our boss comes. Uh, this is, um, El- I'm Eleanor, a Florencian nurse. I'm, I'm happy to offer our healing services, but we can't, you know, who, who do you, who's your boss? <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh. Uh, do, do you want to, do you four want to submit, uh, or do you just want to wait, uh, uh, because, uh, Crowbreast, get out of here and go, go, uh, tell, uh, uh, go, go call in some reinforcements. Uh, 
I want to see, I want to get a, a look at these people. Okay, one second, Crowbreath. Uh, so that's your choice, Eleanor uh, Florencia. Okay, can you mind if I speak with my companions? Because we, maybe we could work out something. We'll give you a, let me see if they're amenable to your plan. It doesn't sound amenable, though. Yeah, so I'm not going to really give you time to talk to your friends. This is Granada of Dormach here, talking, and I'm standing behind Zell, so that uh, hopefully I'm talking low enough, uh, and maybe Wada can hear me and communicate, because we know Wada was communicating by some sort of water and not uh, vocal cords. So uh, I was thinking that, uh, uh, one, they don't know Wada's here, so that gives us one advantage. And two, I can lasso that crow if the crow tries to fly away to get reinforcements. So should we just uh, get into it? This is Lord Von Chill. I've had enough of this warrior's big mouth. Uh, and I'd say, yes, uh, we should figure out, why don't I deal with this warrior while the rest of you deal with uh, things as... Uh, well, I guess you, 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 Granada, that sounds like a plan. You lasso the bird if it takes off by its bird leg. Get, Crowface, get, get moving. Okay, so this is the, the DM. So uh, you're going to start a battle. If you, the crow tries to fly Granada, you're going to try to get its leg. Uh, anything else I need to know as I roll for initiative? Yeah, this is Zell. If if Granada gets the crow on the leg, I would use I would go against the crow because uh, with my new bonuses, with my long longbow, it's like a guarantee hit. Okay, uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so you roll. Everyone rolls for initiative. The initiative is Zell Granada. Uh, the um, the crow. The the Rizzo, the Croc, uh, Wada, the veteran, the the warrior on the other team is a veteran, uh, Lord Von Chill, and then Eleanor. Okay, so for Zell, I'll just go after the bird right now. Okay, you easily, and now you have two, two attacks, like since you leveled up. Uh, so that's plus nine. You miss on the first one, but the second one with your bonus, uh, you do eight on the bird. Uh, Granada, can I can I can I also use my uh, sneak on the, on the bird? You can. So you do well. Then you can't use uh, your roping. Can I use my roping in a sneak attack though? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, you do. So you rope the bird. As it's trying to take off, and uh, you do 10. Uh, then the bird pecks at you, misses you, but hits Wada. Uh, and some of Wada's essence, about seven hit points of essence of Wada, which is like splash out of the water skin. Oh, boy. Uh, then the Rizzo uh, goes after uh, Zell, but misses the croc also goes after Zell and his oh boy, like, uh, it has a big mouth, uh, and it does 11 on Zell. Wada gets an eight, uh, which doesn't do anything. 
the vet has two attacks on LVC, four and a 15. The second one does seven of damage with a, a, like a long sword. LVC, you get a one and a 16, so you do nine back. Eleanor, you get a two. Okay, this is L. I think we just keep going with that uh, and run with that idea I had. Okay, Zell, you get a 10 and an 18, which uh, puts away on your first one, that's the end of the bird. And then your second one is on the, because you didn't say it, on the rat, so. Okay. Uh, Granada, you got a 19 on rat, so. Okay. Uh, rat, so got a 6, uh, nothing happens. Oh, boy, the croc got a 20. And Zell, which is 22 of damage, uh, which puts you pretty low, Zell, down four. Okay, well, Zell's got her bow, so Zell, why don't you crawl out of the battle? Okay, I'll do that without pride. Uh, Wada does thunder wave, like some sort of water thunder wave, uh, which does eight of damage to everyone, and that puts away Ratso. Uh, the vet does 14 and 18, and it does 14 more damage on Lord Von Chill. That brings you down to 11. And Lord Von Chill, you got 20. Uh, so that does eight, you do 18 on the vet. Uh, uh, Eleanor's, oh, this is Eleanor. I'm going to use the prayer of healing then. Uh, and Wada, Zell, and Lord Von Chill. Okay, so that does 12 each on each of them, plus. Uh, so, where are we left? Uh, Wada now has 23, Zell has 16, Lord Vanchel has 23, and the vet has, does not look like the vet and the, uh, the croc, uh, uh, they're just kind of laughing at all of you. But the croc may, may have, uh, okay, we get it. Uh, let's go another round then. Okay, so. Uh, Zell goes first, 15 and four. So you got an eight, uh, on the, on the, uh, you do eight on the croc, uh, Granada 13, you do six on the croc. Uh, the croc then gets nine, but that ends up doing, uh, eight on Granada because Zell had moved, uh, Wada, another thunder wave, uh, but second level does 16 on both. 16 on both, and they're still standing. Yeah, they're still standing. The vet does 14 does fourteen and 8, so only one 7 on Lord Von Chill. Lord Von Chill, you get a 9 and 15. You do 9, and you take out the vet uh, and uh, silence him forever. Uh, then Eleanor does... Uh, uh, Eleanor, are you going to... Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Uh you do six on the, the crack. Uh, so crack still has some stuff left. Uh, okay, let's go another round. Uh, Zell's up. Uh, okay, five and 13. So L does, Zell does, uh, uh, okay, more. And Granada, 15. Okay, so Granada, you take out the crack. That was a big battle, by the way. Okay, so 
Okay, we got to search them. This is Granada. Search them. Get. Let's search everything. See what we find. Let's get that wrench from the veteran. And roll to see what else we find. Okay, so you uh, find the wrench. You also, you don't really find much. Uh, like, they were clearly traveling from a base camp. They were like scouts. You're assuming that they saw the what happened on the top of the building and they fell off because they were supposed to mention that and they didn't. And the, the you do find a flare gun uh, on the veteran with like three flares. Oh, that catches your eye. Oh, yeah, well, we'll take that then. We don't know what we'll need it for, but, uh, well, clearly that this is, uh, Eleanor, that, that it's meant to, like, signal, uh, to back, you know, signal to their base to, to come or something. Okay, well, uh, uh, well, okay, so they didn't signal. That's good. Uh, okay, we don't find anything else. No, I mean, this is the DM. At this point in your venture, you really don't want to do anything else. Okay, we got the wrench. I say we don't get distracted, and we go back in, try to cover our tracks, uh, cover up things, but I think we keep moving back to deal with uh, the steam giant. Okay, so you cover your tracks the best you can. Uh, I know I understand what you mean. Uh, Then you go back in the building... You go back to the aunt and uncle, and the steam giant is still patrolling. Uh, do you have an idea of what you want to do, anybody? Yeah, this is Eleanor. I mean, I have an idea. I don't know. I'm torn because I like the idea, but I don't know if I like the idea of the. You're like, it's just like, I don't know if that your opposites like would, it would interest me. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, what are you talking about, Eleanor? Well, like the three Florences say, well, I, I don't know. I think we should hang out and make cookies, and then if your friend comes over when I'm leaving or something, that's fine, I guess. Uh, so I guess, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, great. I, I would I like that idea. Okay, this is Lord Von Chill. There's like, can we get to the, yeah, so this is Granada, actually, Lord Von Chill. Thank you. Here's what I think, everybody. Zell and Lord Von Chill, you push the aunts and uncles, if we can get them moving, to distract the steam giants. Now, this is a little bit of an out-of-box idea, Wada. I want to run by you. What if I jump on the steam giants and pour Wada into the steam giants? Uh, because I'm thinking if it's maybe this thing's magical, could you find anything out by water? Or would we lose your essence, or did that regenerate because uh, it was like your hit points? Uh, because it, we're going to have to get by this giant, and I don't think we can beat it in battle, is what the DM was kind of laying forth. And meanwhile, while Wada's looking, I'll try to use the wrench to get the headpiece off. Okay, this is Wada. What are you saying I would do in there? Okay, this is, I have one last thing. If we use the aunt and uncles as a distraction, don't tell them. It's pretty clear that this thing has good eyesight. What if someone else is watching through the eyes of the steam giants? Or we just eliminate, like if Wada goes in there, I mean, I could try to do it, but I don't want to mess with magic. It, could Wada do that? Is that possible? 
Yeah, this would. This is what I think it would be possible. I would just need, hopefully, someone to get me off the ground. I wouldn't lose any essence. Yeah, that stuff regenerates my essence, but my actual water, um, it's complicated. I'm more of a, like a gel, even though I look like water. I have a different viscosity, and I magnetism to all my atoms. But yeah, I could flow through it and see. While you take the headpiece off and maybe try to, I don't know, see what I could do with it, like, yeah, to distract, to, 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 to undo the eyesight or use some sort of uh, spell. Okay, so c- can we do that plan? Uh, we we'll use the distraction and uh, then I get on the back of it again or the head of it and then we do that. How does that sound to him? Okay, yeah, I've been rolling for it. Um, okay. Yeah, so you successfully find a cart that works. You convince the aunts and uncles that they're going to get to ride in the ride. You wait until the, the thing's back is turned, and then you they start pushing it, and they build up enough momentum, and they know enough to dive down as the cart starts to go on its own. The steam giant immediately turns, uh, like as it's building up, as it maybe sees in its peripheral vision, it runs over, destroys the track and the aunts and uncles that were enjoying the ride and saying, we, 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 we're finally free. And uh, then you manage to get on the back of it, uh, pour water, you open up the hat, you pour water in there. You use the wrench. You do notice some sort of magical bond is dissipated by the wrench. And while you're doing that, Wada goes in, uses a spell to, like, deactivate the eyes of the um, their light bulbs. But I guess they see stuff. Uh, now, meanwhile, this thing is not stopped patrolling, though. Now it can't. you're assuming it can't see. Uh, so you get the headpiece uh, off. Uh, of course, Granada, you would test. Uh, so you swing back and forth, and you see that the eyes aren't working. And then you have the headpiece. I assume you jump down and scoop Wada up uh, and return to your party. Yes, I do those things. Okay, so you have the headpiece. uh and your party's gathered, and uh, it's almost time to uh, stop. Uh, but Wada says there's something ominous. Uh, like there, there was magic watching through the eyes of that. I could sense it. Uh, so I don't know who's watching and patrolling this area. Like are we the third or fourth people to get here? There's too many things at play, but I think we should rest, go back inside, you know, say uh, something for the aunts and uncle animatronics uh, that we sent away and then continue our adventure. And and it sounds like there's going to be other adventures unrelated to this game being undertaken that I'm excited to hear reports back about. So how's that? Uh, this is Granada of Darmok. That sounds good. Yeah, this is uh, Eleanor. I mean, I just think like, uh, are you sure? Like how much of an opposite is this person than... Okay, let's just talk about it outside the game. Okay, we could talk about it while we're making cookies, and then we'll go from there. It'll just be an overlap. It'll be fine. Okay, I'm looking forward to hanging out with my friend.
Yeah, yeah. All right. Good, good night, everybody. Good night.